0: The scripture read for you today is from John chapter 14, 23 through 29. Jesus answered him, Those who love me will keep my word, and my Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the word that you hear is not mine, but is from the Father who sent me. I have said these things to you while I am still with you, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the father will send in my name will teach you everything and, and remind you of all that i have said to you peace and leave with you my peace i give to you i do not give you as the world gives i'm going away and i'm coming to you if you love me and you would rejoice that i'm going to to the father because the father is greater than i and now i've told you I've told you this before it occurs so that when it does occur you may believe
1: today we, we observe and celebrate two different things in our nation or for this church number one We remember it's Memorial Weekend, so we remember all those who in our nation's history have done their best for us and are now with the Lord. We also remember and pray for all those who are in active service, especially those who are traveling from the shores of the United States to other countries to represent our armed forces, represent the flag. We remember them and we pray for them that God in his mercy will take care of them. We also remember those we love but see no longer because they are all part of our journey. And as Christians, We believe in what the apostles' creed says. We believe in the communion of saints. And therefore we believe that the saints are all around us. And if you read the epistle to the Hebrews, it tells us that we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. And those witnesses begins from the original Abraham So the last person we can think of. When they all come together, we are surrounded by all of them. And so on this weekend, especially tomorrow, we remember them. We remember them in our hearts, we remember them in prayers, and we remember them as a nation. And for our congregation, we have seniors high school seniors graduating and going forward. And we pray that God will be with them because every one of them have been in this congregation for a period of time and has made them a part of our family, a part of our Church of the Cross United Methodist family. And so we want to congratulate them, congratulate their parents, and congratulate all those who have a hand in making them who they are today and giving them a sense of self and a sense of awareness for the future. So for the seniors, uh, high school seniors, when I say seniors, the old people will think it's them. <laughs> for the high school seniors, uh, I say congratulations to each of you. And I know with the love and support from the congregation, with our prayers, the sky is the limit for each of you. You listen to the scripture read to us this morning from the lectionary reading is from the Gospel of John, the 14th chapter. These are the words of Jesus Christ himself. Jesus, realizing his earthly journey was coming to an end, decided to comfort and console his disciples because he wanted them to realize that as a follower of Jesus, you're never alone. And so Jesus uttered these words. He says, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. God created the entire world and everything in the world. He made the beasts of the field, the birds of the air. Lacked a suitable helper. And the Lord said to himself, it is not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. And with those words, we can safely conclude that we are made for community we are made for community. Because without community, we find ourselves lonely, isolated, and limited. Without community, we find ourselves lonely, isolated, and limited. We need one another within the community of faith Because truth be told, together we worship. Together we fellowship. Together we are in partnership, fulfilling the purpose of the Creator. We cannot do church by ourselves, one person cannot do church. We need one another. And this need to belong is part of being human. Jesus realized that. The need to belong is part of being human. We are inherently social beings seeking spiritual connection And this was recognized by Jesus as he he is about to end his earthly ministry with his disciples. Jesus, at this stage, promised his disciples that after his earthly departure, they would have someone to be their counselor, someone to be their guide, someone to be their teacher, Someone to be their supporter. Simply put, Jesus was saying to the disciples, you will have a mentor. And that is the Holy Spirit. Somebody to mentor you, you need that. It's graduation Sunday. And all these graduates have been mentored by somebody throughout their years. My friends, Jesus was given to the disciples and giving to us as we continue the role of discipleship what we need most, somebody to mentor us. The importance of mentors cannot be overstated. A good mentor inspires you. A good mentor inspires you, stretches you, connects you, develops you. A good mentor opens your mind and most importantly, doesn't judge you. Just take you as you are and try to make you a better person At its core, being a mentor is being a trusted advisor, somebody you can run to any time, somebody who has your best interest in mind, somebody who would not announce to the rest of the world any and everything you talk about, There is the spirit of confidentiality between you and your mentor because you rely on that person. My friends, being a mentor involves making yourself available to support and advise someone when they need it. Delivering that support in a way that makes sense to them. Not just sense to you, but it should make sense to them because they are receiving it and always keeping that person's best interest in mind. That's what a mentor does. It's not about me. It's about you. You keep the best interest of that person in mind. Mentors, as you may know, come in all shapes and sizes. I want you to take a moment, think about the mentors in your life. And I dare you to tell me you never have a mentor because we all do at certain stage in our lives. So this morning, I just want you to take a moment and think about the mentors in your life or that person who has moulded you, guided you That person who has been on the journey with you. Think about it. It can be a colleague, a parent, a friend, a coach, a youth leader. It could be a Sunday school teacher, a neighbor. Anyone who's been an advisor and guide at some point in your life, think about it. There must have been somebody. Now, think of what made them stand out for you. Because most times, or all the time, our mentors are people who stand out. For us, you look at the crowd, they are special. So think about it. What made that person so special for you? Was it the examples they set? Do you feel they honestly recognized and understood you? Did they point you to the correct source for help? or give you the right advice, as needed. These are the things that make them so special for us. Think, my friends, about the influence in your lives from these human mentors. Because like it or not, everybody needs somebody to lean on. Everybody needs somebody to learn from. Everybody needs somebody to listen to them, to laugh with. Everybody needs somebody to love and to be loved. So think about it. Who is that one person, a group of people who have mentored you? And sometimes, sometimes we fail to say thank you. So let me challenge you this morning, as you think about that person or those people, don't let next Sunday meet you without calling them or sending them a card and say thank you. And sometimes you don't even have to explain yourself just send them a card and say, thank you. You know why, they may catch it up, and if they don't, it's okay. Just send them a card or call them and say thank you. From a passage of scripture this morning, the challenge is focusing not on our human mentors, but on a spiritual mentor among and within us as followers of Jesus. And this is the assurance given to the disciples by their master, Jesus the Christ. The Father will give you another comforter who will be with you forever. Ain't that wonderful? That this advocate, this teacher, This counselor, this other mentor that is coming into the lives of the disciples will be with them, not for a short period of time, says Jesus. Jesus Christ says, the Holy Spirit will be with you forever. In fact, is that not what our human mentors do? They are with us forever. They follow us. They are there when you are successful. They are there when you fail. Forever they are there. Jesus says the spiritual mentor will be with the disciples, and not only the 12 disciples who were present at that time, but all those who were following Jesus, all those who were learning from Jesus, and those of us for 2,000 years. That's the same promise Jesus is giving to us. God, my Father, will send you another advocate, and that advocate, the Holy Spirit, will be with you forever. Do you know that your spiritual mentor is with you 24-7? Have you truly experienced the delight of having the Holy Spirit as your mentor and the rewards of his presence and power in your life? You know, as Christians, we joke with that. Joke in the sense that we don't even recognize that we have a mentor called the Holy Spirit. Because we go about our daily chores thinking that it's all about us. But if you're a Christian, my friends, it's never about you. The Holy Spirit is there with you. I want you to think about it this morning, my friends. When the Holy Spirit is your mentor, you have God's presence 24-7. The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, says Jesus, will be with you forever. When the the Holy Spirit is your mentor, you have God's priceless wisdom, because this is what Jesus says to the disciples. He will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said to you. In other words, the Holy Spirit is with his presence and power in your life as a Christian, is more than a computer. Jesus says he will teach you, remind you of everything I have said to you. And Jesus had said a lot. We have it in in the Bible. Jesus says you don't need to power it. Your mentor has power already. It will never fail you. You don't need to take it to somebody to repair it. No, your Holy Spirit will be with you forever. It is a priceless wisdom imparted in us by the Holy Spirit. And then Jesus says to them, when the Holy Spirit is your mentor, you have God's peace. Because at the end of that scripture, this is what Jesus says, Peace I live with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give, let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. That's the job of my spiritual mentor, and that's the job of your spiritual mentor. And somebody may, might ask you, who is your spiritual mentor? Members of Church of the Cross United Methodists. What would you say to that person? Thank you. The rest of the congregation, I put them to sleep. When somebody asks you who is your spiritual mentor, what would you say to that person? Holy the Holy Spirit. Because truth be told, we all have human mentors. As I narrated earlier, it could be your teacher, your counselor, your youth leader, your Sunday school teacher. Could you have somebody considered as a mentor? You know the story behind one of America's best loved hymns. The hymn is, it is well with my soul. Horatio was a wealthy businessman from Chicago. However, the Chicago Fire of 1871 wiped him out completely financially. A couple of years later, his wife and four children were traveling to Europe when their ship collided with another ship. The four children perished while the wife survived. She later sent Horatio a telegram with these two words, saved alone. Two word telegraph, saved alone. Horatio, heartbroken and sad, cut a boat to be with his wife. And it was on that voyage, and remember what has happened to him. He lost all his business because of the Chicago fire. His four children are gone because two ships collided. His wife had sent him a telegram with two words, saved alone. Horatio took a boat across the ocean to go support his wife. And it was on that journey, with everything that has happened to him, he wrote the words of the hymn, it is well, it is well with my soul. And this, these are some of the words in the hymn. It says, when peace like a river attendeth my, my way, when sorrow like a sea billow, roll. whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. My friends, have you found that kind of peace You know, Jesus said, my peace I give unto you, not as the world gives do I give unto you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Horatio says to you this morning, it is well, it is well with my soul, even after going through everything we narrated earlier. The question for us this morning is, have you found that peace that Jesus is giving to us? You can with the help of your mentor, the Holy Spirit, my friends. You may be lonely at times, but as a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, you are never alone because you are surrounded by the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. So the challenge for us this morning is for you to be a mentor. And if you believe that, say amen. It is for you to be a mentor, my friends, because every adult is responsible for nurturing and mentoring the next generation. It is our responsibility as adults. Corey Ten Boom once remarked that God has no grandchildren. Each of us is responsible for bringing children to church and sharing with them that old, old story. Some adults, like teachers and coaches, provide nurturing for these children. Others others do it in an informal way, as trusted friends who never hesitate to bend down and greet a child, just as Jesus did. You see, a child Whether you know the child or not, you can take responsibility for that child. Go out and be a mentor. Be a mentor, my friends. In contemporary society, both adults and young people are unbelievably busy. We know that. Never have there been so many choices when it comes to activities and the use of your time. Never in the world. You know, I remember when computer was coming in and people were telling us that we're going to have so much time to do what we want to do. And they are correct. But it's all wrong. Because we are too busy. A true mentor fulfills somebody's life. True mentors are a life-affirming source of guidance and inspiration so this morning you go out and be a mentor find somebody somebody to coach somebody to guide it could be one of these kids going to college you could be their pen pals you know sending them a card every month let them know they're still connected now i can go further and say send them a package every month And that will be good because they are kids in college and they need it. Or just send them a shopping card so they can do their shopping for themselves. That's part of being connected to these young people. And I want to leave us with the words of a hymn. A song that I learned when I was in college And I was in the choir and the choir director was an English professor. We considered him crazy because of the way he behaves, but he was not crazy. But that, you know, kids, we have to give him some label. We considered him crazy and he taught us this song that says, do not wait until some deed of greatness you may do. Do not wait to shed your light afar. To the many duties ever near you, now be true. Brighten the corner where you are. And the chorus says, brighten the corner where you are. Brighten the corner where you are. Someone far from harbor, you may guide across the bar. Brighten the corner where you are. This morning, as the kids go to college, I will say to them, brighten the corner where you are. Let those on campus know you are a Christian. Amen? Amen. Let them know you are the light of the world, you are the salt of the earth. Let them know you are different because you've been mentored and nurtured by members of Church of the Cross, United Methodist. Brighten the corner where you are, every one of us. Do not wait until some deeds of greatness you may do, because this very small one that you do may just change somebody's life and make them a better person. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, the mentors of God say, Amen.